You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740. Or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, it's great to be back, and Al, take it away. Dave's Corner Garage, and uh, as you know, I'd rather be here in Toronto than warm in Florida. So there I am, sacrificing the sun and coming up here because I wanted to stand in the rain this morning. And because you, you were afraid of the cold, you didn't go to Calgary last week either. Oh, yeah, we were supposed to go to Calgary. It was minus 41 degrees, and then there's a wind chill factor. Oh, on top of that. Yeah, they wouldn't even let the penguins out. Wow. <laughs> That'd be minus a gajillion or something, eh? Can you imagine? It's just insane. How do people live at minus 41? I don't know. It's crazy. In close quarters to keep warm, obviously. Well, we should talk to uh, Trevor. We went to talk to Trevor. Do you have any stories in uh, in Calgary? We do. We have three. You have three stories? Yeah, they were closed. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Hutchison is joining us this morning from Crown. Uh, it's always a pleasure when Trevor's here because we find out stuff that we didn't know before. Uh, Raymond Chan, the Canadian Automobile Association known as CAA, is going to be joining us. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, several topics. One, the the cold snap, and why you always have to wait when the you know when you call them uh-huh. because you didn't maintain your car. And speaking of towing, we're going to be talking about the towing bill of rights. Yes, just so the people can know what their rights and privileges are when it comes to towed. And what's going on in the towing business? Besides, it, um, yeah, besides towing operators getting threatened and uh, yes, exactly yeah, right. Also in the news is going to be uh, the auto show coming up next week. We'll start giving away some tickets. And speaking of giving away stuff, we're going to give away some stuff, Trevor. Yeah, we're going to give away some floor mats. Yeah. Right? Perfect time of year to replace your floor mats or get floor mats in there to protect the I love uh, the your carpets. floor mats. I mean, they are solid, solid. Like the company. <laughs> I, I can tell you that the, the floor mats are, uh, are are a big hit with our customers for yeah, sure. You know, you get to step on it. <laughs> well, especially here in Canada, you know, you have to keep your your carpets clean, right? That's right. There you go. So, do cars in Calgary actually rust? Uh, they do. They yeah. do. Uh, we we do a lot more heavy equipment uh, in 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 Calgary, but it's it's amazing how many people, and a lot of them are transplants from the east mm-hmm. that get out there. And they they insist, you know, I've got to get my vehicle crowned. I've got to protect it. You know, the difference in Calgary is is that the temperature swing is so huge. Mm-hmm. Like like you'll, yeah. you'll you'll have a day where it is you know forty one below, but in twenty four hours you could be you know minus two. Like, but like, that's what we're banking on. We figure when the two schnooks got off the plane, there yeah. might be a schnook waiting for us. <laughs> We'd be in good shape. Listen, by the way, if you want to see us on air, go to facebook.com forward slash Dave's Corner Garage. We do a live feed, and it's absolutely amazing because it, during the entire week, we get six and 7,000 hits mm-hmm. on that site. So if you want to see what we actually look like uh, and be disappointed, I would be going to Facebook. I'll <laughs> take us out. When we come back, we're going to chat with Trevor about Crown. Take Exactly. If you've got a question about Crown, you've got a question about your car, maybe it doesn't start. We, uh, we, Between Dave and myself and Trevor, I guess, we've got a million years of automotive experience and we're here to help. Give us a call right now. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. 
Alrighty, we're back. It's Dave's Corner Garage. My name's Dave Redinger. I'm with Alan Gelman. That would Trevor be me. I'm Trevor Hutchison from Crown. Now, can we actually start with an email that came in and it says the following. Trevor, I couldn't get in before Christmas. Should I? Can I still get my car sprayed? Yeah, so the, the short answer and the long answer are the same. They're both yes. Um, it happens to a lot of people is that they get tied up before the holidays come. You yeah. know, it, it may be... You know, they're, they're too busy with work. It may be that they, they get sick. Uh, you know, hopefully some of them have gone away. Um, you know, especially too for ones that, that leave, you know, the country, go down to Florida mm-hmm. for a number of months or, yep. you know, try to get away. So you definitely want to get it done. Um, the main thing is, is for people that have warranties, that, that's the tough part is that, that the way our warranty system works, if you come in after your anniversary date, that's the tough part for for oh, staying staying okay. right. So, so if somebody comes regularly, gets it done at the same time every year, you you protect them. You give them a warranty. That's right, and they've got thirty days from their anniversary date. So especially for snowbirds, this is where it mm-hmm. comes to an issue. So a, a lot more of them are now doing their vehicles in the spring because it doesn't impact on their lifestyle and what's going on. Isn't it better also to spray because it's warmer? Well, that's just it, and that's that's the funny thing is is it actually it it's it's the snowbirds that understand this better than just about anybody. Mm. Uh, you know, the other thing is, too, as they comment on is, you know, when I come in in the spring, usually they get a cleanup because we're running promotions. They find that, that the technicians actually spend more time on their vehicle because the shops aren't as busy. Sure. They get a chance to talk to the owner. Um, it, it really is, is, is a great time of year to go. I wonder when you're trying to sell the product or somebody, you know, trying to sell someone on the crown application, if, if they ever use that as an excuse and say, you know what, um, come October, I park my car and then we fly south. Um, so I wouldn't need it, right? Of course, the answer is wrong. Yeah, but that, that a lot of people that park their vehicles, that, that is exactly it. And so uh, we do a lot of work through car clubs, mm-hmm. you know, it could be the, you know, Miata clubs, uh, Jag clubs, whatever it is. And, and that's exactly the people that do that with their vehicles that'll, that'll park them and, and tarp them. And so we talk to them about, you know, how are you storing your vehicle? Right. You know, because in most cases, in a lot of cases, you know, we see where people will leave it in a wet, damp, you know, garage or driveway. And it's rusting worse than a car that's been driven. That's right. So, and and, and so there, there's two types of people. There's some that that we would encourage to spray it before mm-hmm. they park it. Others, we encourage them to do it after they get it back on the road and they've gone to their mechanic to you know to get it checked out. Because a lot of times these folks are very serious maintenance oriented mm-hmm. people, and you know a lot of them do it in the spring as well. You know, it's interesting. Um, there's a, a movement from away from cars into trucks. So we've, we're doing SUVs, we're doing pickup trucks, we're doing vans. Uh, these, are, these are, you know, the service life of these vehicles is almost 20 years. Oh, yeah. So it makes so much sense. I just bought a, um, an 07 Chevy HHR as a utilitarian vehicle around the, the shop. It had a crown on it from original. There wasn't one spot of rust on this yeah. thing. It well, was a pleasure. If, if you even look at in North American vehicle sales and you look at where SUVs, the crossovers are going, yeah. pick, I mean, pickup truck market has always been very strong. But but here, if you're in the if you're in the nine hundred five or the five one nine or the seven hundred five, the percentage of SUVs and pickup trucks to to cars, you know, is probably in the sixty five to seventy percent range. Whereas when you come to the four one six, you know, it's a, it's a little bit different, a little bit more. 
smaller cars or higher end cars than it would be the pickup trucks. As we're moving into hybrids, and and I guess shortly within the next ten years, EVs, which are electric vehicles, uh, you've cha- you'll change your formulas. You'll keep up with that. How does that work? Um, well, it, it's funny you mention that because we're working uh, outside of the auto industry. Uh, in the bus industry on that very issue. So TTC right now is testing four different manufacturers of fully electric vehicles. Uh So they've got buses that are on the road right now, others that will be coming soon. And what the vehicle manufacturers are doing, and we're actually working with them right now, two of the four we work directly with, the third one we've started discussions with to try to help in protecting the electrical system in climates where they use chlorides and brines on the road and yeah. from the moisture. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we're going to be able to apply that technology to the auto industry. But one of the challenges in, in buses is the cost of it because the cost of, of a fully electric bus compared to a traditional transit bus, you know, is anywhere from 30 to 40% higher. Right. What the companies are starting to look at doing now is actually leasing the batteries to the transit systems oh, wow. to, to yeah. bring the to, to bring the cost down, but for the companies, their money is really going to be in the battery packs. That's why companies like Tesla and that have their own battery companies because that's where the money is. And the service life of a bus, 25 years? Um, depending on government funding, they they try to get between 12 and 18, but when government funding drops, like in, in, in the 80s and 90s, it wasn't uncommon to see buses on the road that were 20-year-old buses and older because of the funding. Yeah, people don't realize that uh, the electrical connections turn green and uh, the wiring actually de- de- degrades. Well, sure. You see, when you had a, a bus that was diesel or gasoline, I mean, if you had some rust problem, maybe your taillight stopped working. In this case, it was an electric vehicle. You're talking about a complete breakdown. Yeah. The whole system goes down. Remember when we used to have trolley buses? That wire was on top. Yeah, the wire was on top. But there's nothing wrong with that. It kind of worked until <laughs> yeah, the wire they, came off. Well, I don't know. Somebody decided they didn't like the look of it. <laughs> hey, you listen to Dave's Corner Garage. If you go to facebook.com forward slash Dave's Corner Garage, you're going to see us. Call us up. Trevor's going to give you a set of floor mats for the next call on uh, Crown. And it doesn't even matter. It could be anything you want to talk about. And when we come back, uh, we'll talk more about formula changes all over the place. All righty. By the way, I was just looking at the paper this morning. You can buy from Young Steel's Motors mm-hmm. for 88 bucks a week a brand new 2020 Escape. For 88 bucks, you can get a Ranger Crew Cab. And for $98, you can get a Super Crew. So just cut out coffee. <laughs> You're right. I spend more money for coffee than 88 bucks a week. Wow. You know, David, you going for coffee? Yeah, bring me a cup. And all of a sudden, it's $20. <laughs> $88 on coffee seems excessive in a week. All right, Dave, oh. I think we got a caller up for Trevor. Yeah, what, go ahead. What's the fellow's name? He's from Stainer. Uh, Wallace. Wallace. How are you, Wally? Good morning. How are you? I'm very good. Wallace, go ahead. You had a, you were talking about hybrids. Okay, last uh, fall I went to the, or last winter, I went to the auto show and I found the Mitsubishi Outlander uh, hybrid plug-in. And I, I said I'd always buy something that ever came out where you could plug it in. And uh, so I bought one. But then when I went to get it undercoated, the manufacturer said it was they do not recommend undercoating them because the, the electrical part is not protected. And I wondered if that was the same with all electric vehicles or not. Hmm. Uh, yeah, no, no, it's it's definitely not. And I think you you 
you used the the correct phrase, Wallace, where you said the manufacturer doesn't recommend it. Um, the interesting thing is, is that all of the vehicle manufacturers, with the exception of Volkswagen, um, when you go to one of their dealerships, will offer you some type of either undercoating, rust proofing, or rust protection. Uh, it may be in the form of an electronic box or something, but all of the dealerships are selling it. Um, what they don't recommend uh, is different from saying that you cannot do it and it will void your warranty. Volkswagen currently and their group is the only one that says it will void their warranty. Uh, but interestingly, they've had a number of corrosion issues that they've actually had to cover under warranty uh, due to the increased use of brine uh, on the roads in the northeast of of North America. So, so, so it won't, it will not void your warranty, and you, you absolutely, if you're going to keep this vehicle, you should do something to protect it. Wallace, did they try to sell you some, their own product? Or yes, some, they did in the first place. So yeah. I, I'd even signed for it, and they, and then they phoned me back and said, "I'm sorry." Uh, the manufacturer will not allow us to undercoat that vehicle. Fascinating. It, it might have been because, see, if they're, if they're using any type of a product that contains solvents, it will adversely affect uh, the electrical components if it gets on it and, and in the, the EV system. Right. Yeah. Well, see, I brought up, then, then I, I said I've, been, I've always been using Crown, and can I use that? And they said, no, you can't use any undercoating. Fascinating. Yeah. And, that was probably at the dealership, though, right? Yes, it was from yeah. the dealership. Yes. Okay. Now, Wallace, please don't hang up. Um, yeah. Doug is going to take is going to take your number. We're going to contact you during the week, and you're going to go over to Al's place and you pick up a set of mats once they come in. Okay. All right. They'll Very fit your Mitsubishi, yeah. and they weigh a ton. <laughs> Thanks for your call, Wallace. <laughs> so this sounds to me as if the dealership, for the most part, you know, they've got their own perspective on this, and 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 you know, they're looking at generating more profit for themselves rather than really looking after the customer. Yeah, it, it, it is it is a profit center. There's there's no question. And so what we what we tell consumers that when they call in, uh, they've got a question exactly like Wallace is there, is we say you know contact one of the consumer groups like CAA, mm-hmm. you know, or if you want, contact the manufacturer, go right to the head office, ask them to put something in writing so yes. that if you ever do have a problem down the road, you could say, not only here's what I was told, here's what was written to me, because then it protects the consumer. But unless you get it in writing, somebody's saying anything to you. He's not with us anymore. Yeah, right. And it's like, well, do you have something in writing that substantiates that? Or you misunderstood what we said. Right. Well, we have the same thing in the service end where someone said to me, you know, I, I went to the dealer for an oil change. The car is only six months old. And they suggested that I need the following. Yeah. And if I didn't do it, it would void my warranty. And and we've always come back and said, ask them to show you in the owner's manual where it says that specifically. You know, and in most cases they can't because it's just made up. Yeah. Trevor, you guys are doing a big push in the northern states, like the yeah. Rust Belt. Yeah, which I, is what New York State, New York State, Ohio, Pennsylvania. Yeah, Michigan. Um, oh, Michigan, New, yeah, yeah. New, uh, Vermont, New Hampshire, a little bit as well. Uh, we've got we've got great interest down there, and and the climate is very similar to us here. Um, the the concept. So we we've been down there for quite a number of years right, yeah. now, but I would say in probably the last. You know, eight to ten years, we've really spent a lot of time focusing on building up a dealer network. Uh, you know, we're now into the mid forties of dealers, and it won't be too long, I would imagine, in the next you know three to four 
five years, we'll be at 100 dealers down there, uh, and it'll be a, a large part of the crown business. Do you have people in New Jersey and New York as well then, right? Uh, we, do have, we do have some down there. Well, I'm um, just wondering if they're close to the ocean where it's salty. I was going to say gonna that. It's going to be even yeah. worse. Yeah. Yep. The salt, salt water is a big issue. Alan Wing's a dealership in Florida. That's right. <laughs> you know, because the truth is airplanes rust down there. Of course. Why not? Right? I mean, that's. I was talking to one guy, and he said boats and airplanes really suffer badly from the ocean. All right. We've got to take a break right now. But afterwards, we're going to be talking to Ray Chan from the CAA. Yes. And um, that's about it. If you've got a car care question, by all means, give us a call right now. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Alrighty, a little story for you. Back in the 90s, I bought a Ferrari, an old Ferrari, which uh, needed restoration, so I did some work on it. Yes. And the next step is I went to the CAA and I bought a premium membership. Uh-huh. Because my theory was I wasn't going to drive that car further than I could tow it home. <laughs> so my range was 250 kilometers. Thank God I've never used it. And joining us is Raymond Chan, and Raymond is with the CAA. Raymond, good morning. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Alan. Good morning. I was shocked this morning when you were telling me how many service calls you guys do. It's just unbelievable. So on a typical day, we're looking at about uh, 4,200 uh, rescues is what we call them each and every day in our territory here in south-central Ontario. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, that number uh, can fluctuate uh, with the weather and uh, bad conditions on our roadway. And uh, Last year, around about this time when we had a really bad storm, we saw upwards of three times the amount of, of, of calls come in, so about 12,000 calls per day for service. Now, was that a case of, you know, collisions or people stuck in the snow or, or, or just that they won't start? Well, it's a little bit of both. I mean, when it comes to uh, cold weather especially, that's going to have an effect on our battery. I don't have to explain that to you guys, but for the benefit of your listeners, definitely, um, as as soon as the uh, weather drops below towards uh, zero degrees, uh, the efficiency of your particular battery in your vehicle um, starts to uh, deplete. So um, it, it doesn't function as well. Your car is not uh, as easily uh, started. So uh, we do have a lot of those cold call situations where our members do call in requesting for things like a uh, battery jump start. But we also have other things as well where uh, people may not have the proper equipment on their vehicles, i.e. winter tires, which are extremely important, and I do recommend those. Mm -hmm. um, we we see a lot of spun-out situations on our roadways and our highways as well. So we do receive a lot of calls for things like uh, winching vehicles out of ditches. Graham, you were saying you had 2.3 million service calls in a year? So that number is actually, it's 1.5 million service calls across our territory each and every year. Wow. So that's, that, that's a pretty substantial number in itself. And you got to think about it uh, being being the largest uh, uh, not-for-profit automobile club here in Canada. We do receive uh, the largest amount of calls in our particular territory. So um, we we try and service members as quickly and as efficiently as possible. And uh, um, as as long as the weather's cooperating, we're we're able to do that. But there are some circumstances where we're not able to get to people in a timely fashion. Either. And you also sell them batteries, right? I mean, if they're stuck and uh, the battery is fornicated, then you'll give them another battery. We do, yeah. So as part of that CA service, even if you're not a CA member, you're able to, uh, to dial uh, Start 222 on your phone and actually request for a battery technician to uh, come out to your particular place, whether you're at home, you're at the office, or you're stuck somewhere on the road. Uh, they'll actually come and uh, sell you a battery. They'll swap out your old one, uh, install the new one for you. It comes with, uh, I believe, the five-year guarantee, and uh, they'll, they'll even dispose of your old battery for you as well. So it's all taken care of. 
for you there, right right there and on the spot. But at the same time, I mean, you guys are involved in trying to educate the, the public too, eh, in terms of their cars. Um, in other words, you know, winter's coming. You got to get the car ready beforehand. Why do you want to wait? You know, like, in other words, you know, someone's lack of planning. Why is it all of a sudden your problem? Because, you know, your, your tow truck can't get there within 15 minutes. Well, it's because there was a whole lot of people had dead batteries that morning, correct? Well, that's a big, big part of it, too. I mean, it, it's it's a great challenge to try and organize uh, so many trucks across the province of Ontario to make sure that we get to all of our um, all of our members and, 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 and make sure that they're traveling and, and getting to where they are safely. Um, CA actually responds to 71% of all breakdown-related calls wow. in the province of Ontario. So um, 71% of all those dead batteries, all those people that are stuck at the side of the road are actually CA members. Um, our, our, our mission at our particular uh, organization is that we're obsessed with member safety and uh, really we're on a mission to approve um, our arrival times to make sure that uh, we, we service our members in a very timely manner. And, and, and that's our mission statement each and every day. And I know uh, myself and, and my fellow associates try and live up to those standards as best as we can. Well, towing is, you know, in the last little while, had, there's been a lot of stuff in the paper. There's been a lot of uh, controversy and, and, and issues, number one, with tow truck companies, you know, fighting each other. And number two, um, you know, the, where the public is getting sort of, let's call it hijacked by bad operators, and they're getting stuck. So you, you've helped um, the industry come up with a towing bill of rights, correct? Yeah, we have. So we actually did a bit of polling a couple of years ago through Ipsos Read where we wanted to really understand what the public perceptions were around uh, towing and towing services here in Ontario. And mm-hmm. really what we found wasn't surprising. I mean, the top two results that came in out of that particular survey were that uh, people were afraid that if they required the services of a tow truck, uh, that they would be um, quoted at far too high of a rate, that they'd be charged too much money in the end. And uh, their, their second worry was that they'd be waiting at the side of the road for far too long. So these are things that we've tried to work on and that we've tried to really educate the public with. And um, part of our advocacy efforts at the provincial level of government is we were able to uh, convince all parties and have unanimous support of, of, uh, of some of the consumer rights that are now entrenched into provincial law. So in the summer of 2018, we actually came up with a uh, CA towing bill of rights. And these are eight points that are actually set in provincial law now. So things like um, you have the right to decide where to tow your vehicle and uh, to what location, unless it's otherwise directed by police. Uh, that a permission So you could to tow it home? You absolutely could. I, I mean, yeah. you as a consumer have the right to tell the towing operator where exactly you want your vehicle towed to. So whether it's, um, it's, it's back to your home or whether or not it's to your preferred shop, uh, those are your particular rights. I think part of the problem, of course, too, is that, you know, when someone needs a tow, generally they're not, you know, they're they're in a funny state of mind. I mean, they were just involved in an accident. They're in, in certain cases, they're in shock. And if they've never experienced or have to gone through this, yeah. they don't know what their rights are or what they should and be. And the guy's telling him, you know, uh, I got a buddy, they'll give you a car and uh you know, you get all these all these things. That, I, I just want to go over quickly. The, you, the number one, you know, uh, um, right on your list here was that you can call CAA, for example, to pick your car up at a, at a, at a collision site, correct? You can. So anybody can request their preferred uh, roadside assistance provider, whether it be CAA or another automobile club or your own private tow company. Uh, you as a consumer in the province of Ontario have a choice, and you can make that decision of where your vehicle uh, wants 
wants to be and, and, and end up ultimately in the end, unless you're directed otherwise by police. So in other words, if your car has been in, involved in a collision and it's not movable and it's on the street, yes, the policeman could di- direct the first tow truck, whoever that may be, to get your vehicle you know, to the side of the road or into a parking lot adjacent to where the accident is. But at that point, you can tell them to drop the car, correct? Absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, it's your vehicle. You have the right to know exactly where it's going to be, where it's going to be going, and what's going to end up uh, with it. So when in doubt, make sure that uh, you, you ask those questions of the towing operator. They're required by law to tell you um, if, if they're affiliated with any body shops, um, if, if, um, if, if they are actually directed by police to take your vehicle where it actually needs to go. And they need to provide you with an estimate. They need to provide you with a quote of exactly how much this towing service is going to cost you. And this is by law as well. And one of the most important things that I think I need to mention as well is that you simply don't have to pay cash to these individuals. It is now by law uh, that that they have to accept multiple forms of payment, including credit card. Fascinating. I remember we had a situation where this gal broke down with an old, old, old car worth $200. And she had she she got one of those tow truck guys. He brings it up to the shop, and he wants eight hundred dollars for towing it off the highway. And we yeah. told him very nicely, you could keep the car because it's not worth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean eight hundred dollars seems like a lot of money to a lot of people, which it is, but um, it's it, it, it's not the largest amount of money that I have ever heard of with respect to a towing service. Is that right? Uh, We've had a number of people contact CA or either through the media that we've learned about uh, where simple things like a flat tire has has costed them upwards of $20,000 in order to get their car released. Get so, out of here. Oh, yeah, because of the outrageous storage fees and stuff like absolutely. that. Absolutely. You're, you're, you're paying for the tow fee. You're paying for these extra charges like dollies and, and winching your car out of a ditch potentially. And then you're paying these outrageous uh, storage fees as well to, to get your vehicle out of the lot. So the longer you keep it there... Uh, Quite frankly, the higher the price is going to be. But uh, really, as part of these uh, t- towing bill of rights and these uh, consumer actions that we want to get out there and making sure that people know what their rights are when they're requiring a tow truck is that you have access to your vehicle as well. Just because simply your vehicle is towed towards a pound, um, you as a consumer have the right to access it during normal business hours to either collect your belongings or to take your vehicle out of the pound into your preferred uh, auto body shop. These are your choices, and I just want to emphasize that and, and make sure that your listeners out there understand that uh, they have choices and they also have rights when it comes to towing a vehicle here in Ontario. Now, question. They didn't write them all down, okay, without everything we just talked about. If, yeah. if it's 11 o'clock at night, I'm in an accident, and I'm not sure, can I call you? Well, you can and not you personally. Well, you can certainly contact CAA if you're a CA member. And if not, I, I do encourage your listeners out there to contact their insurance companies as soon as possible, whether it be uh, first thing in the morning or whether it be right, right then and there in that situation, because I know a lot of insurance companies now operate 24-7. So it's important that you get the proper and right information in front of you so that you can make the most informed decision that you possibly can. And, and if there's no one out there to talk to, I do encourage you to visit our website. You can uh, go to www.towrights.ca and you can download your very own copy of your Towing Bill of Rights, which uh, I'd suggest that you keep in your glove box. It's a nice little reference to pull out. So if you do find yourself in that vulnerable and panic situation at the side of the road, you've got something to refer to and you know exactly what your rights are going to be. Now, for the younger people these days who like to have an app, you guys have a towing app for for cell phones as well, don't you? 
We do. So, uh, <laughs> oh look, I can look at the little tow truck, and it's look, it's on its way to me. That is that is a fantastic thing that we have. So, if you are a CA member, we actually do have a CA app. You can request service uh, directly from your phone. Uh, you can type in your location and where exactly you want to be towed to, and uh, the app will provide you with an estimated time of arrival. And you can actually see when the truck will arrive to your site. So Raymond, I want you just to hold it there. Uh, we have to go to break. Would you stay with us for a few minutes? Because we have a couple of calls for you. Absolutely. Okay. All right. All right. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Uh, we've got yeah, a tow just, truck standing by, and uh, we'll be back with your questions right my after fingers this. And Alan just goes to work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is Dave's Corner Garage. My name is Alan Gelman. I'm from Glen Allen Motors. And beside me is the big guy, Dave Redinger. Yep. And uh, we've got on the phone with us Raymond Chan. And what about uh, Trevor? You didn't say hi to Trevor. I was going to get to that. <laughs> Throw me under the bus. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Raymond Chan is from CAA. And uh, Ray, we've asked you to stay on the line because we do have a call right now. We've got Joe in Port Perry, who's got a question specifically about CAA, I guess. Joe? How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. It's, I have a question about, uh, I've been with CAA for years, and now they they want pictures of the car. When they come, they want proof of insurance. It has to have a, it has to be valid plate and everything else. Is that the protocol now? Are you referring to the tow trucks there, Joe? No. I'm just saying that they're wanting pictures of the car now. I guess it's for their damage to see if there's any damage on it to prove if there's damage done in the towing process. Oh, I see what you mean. So so you're talking about taking photos of the vehicle perhaps before and after it gets hooked up for insurance purposes so the adjuster can have a look at it? Before, and then you want a proof of insurance, and it had to have a valid sticker on it. Sorry. It it only had a trip permit on it. Sorry, Joe, who was asking for this information? Oh, the CAA driver. Okay, okay. Now, generally because speaking, it Ray... Had, because it had a trip permit on it, he wouldn't tow it. Okay. Ray, can you address that? Well, that, that seems like a, a bit of bit of a unique situation, uh, something that, that I haven't personally come across. I, I'd, I'd love to, to look into that uh, a little bit further for you. But what I can tell you is that uh, in some municipalities here in Ontario, there are uh, towing bylaws uh, municipally where they do regulate towing. So... I know in some of those communities, uh, those townships and cities do require uh, the towing operator that's attending to the scene take pictures um, for both insurance and, and coverage purposes. Uh, so yeah. that might have something to do with that. Um, if, if you'd love to leave your contact information with the show, um, I'd, I'd love to follow up with you next week to get a little bit more details, and I can perhaps provide a little bit more perspective about your particular situation. Great. So don't hang out. What about the valid insurance and the sticker and everything? All right, Joe, Does we're going to have insurance. We're going to look into that, Joe. We're going to look into that. Ray's going to get back to you. I want you to hold on for a minute. And, and uh, uh, Duncan's going to get your information, yeah, all right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I did want to talk about a relationship that's been going on for many, many, many years, and that's between Crown and the CAA. You actually get a discount if you're a CAA member, and, and Trevor's nodding his head. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we've, we've had an excellent relationship uh, with the CAA, and in, in particular the, uh, the South Central uh, region for, well, well over 20 years. I mean, I've been with Crown 27 years, mm-hmm. so we... Uh, and, you know, the, the CA is such a reputable organization. And, and very honestly, a lot of our customers, our demographic, it, it, it are the CA members, mm-hmm. right? They're maintenance-oriented folks. 
Um, we we run a, a year round promotion where we we offer a, a discount that the CA has negotiated with us for their members. But in June and July each year, mm-hmm. uh, the best promotion that we offer. Uh, with any organization is with CA members that gives them a minimum of $25 off. Wow. And in, in some cases, they receive free applications, they win cash, um, and, and it's very well supported by the by the CA members right right across the... Don't we have a sign outside that it's approved shop by... That's, that's correct. That's right. correct. Ray, we've talked about towing, and now we've talked about this affiliation with Crown in terms of rust protection, but you guys offer other services as well to members, do you not? We do. So we've got uh, about 36 or so retail stores across uh, the province of Ontario in, in various uh, towns and cities mm-hmm. uh, where we do offer services like uh, home and auto insurance, uh, travel medical insurance. Uh, there's live travel agents as well at those particular sites that can help you with your travel needs. So uh, CA's not just simply about roadside assistance. We do offer um, a range of different services, and and Trevor touched upon uh, one of the relationships that we have, and of course with uh, Crown Rust Proofing and a number of our rewards partners, which um, w- which people can search for on the internet. So it does pay to be a CA member, I must say. You know, it's interesting. I still remember we used to get those trip tickets. You know, like when you had to go to Florida or to Chattanooga, and they would have the uh, the, the maps all written out with the crayon and everything. It's all gone now. It's all Google. Well, they still have some of it, I think, in stores, but it's slowly starting to be phased out. But yeah, yeah you're right. Uh, but partially with, with that environmental footprint and us trying to be uh, a little bit more sustainable, we're, we're, we're turning to technology to have that done. But uh, traditionally, that was certainly a very popular item where you could go into the store. Uh, s- some of the associates there would be able to map out exactly uh, your particular trip, uh, suggest uh, various that, yeah. hotels and restaurant options. Uh, but but yeah, that that option is available online right now, and it's still a very popular. And thing you get discount in hotels and stuff. Went down. All right, Ray, we do have to we do have to wrap the segment. But uh, if they want to get online and look up CA, how do they do that? You can do so at uh, caa.ca. It'll take you to uh, to your local and regional CA club, no matter where you are here in Canada. And what if you have a dumb phone rather than a smartphone? <laughs> if you got a dumb phone, you can uh, you can dial uh, star two 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 on your cell phone, toll free. Okay, there oh, you go. Oh, star 222. I didn't know that. Ray, thanks for joining us. Have yourself a great weekend. Thank you. Thanks, All right, Ray. we look Thank forward to much. getting you on again sometime. All righty. Right. You know, 222s used to be for headaches. <laughs> Don't you remember? It was <laughs> there was also a, it was also a TV show called Room 222. There remember you that? <laughs> yeah, I remember. I never knew that. That's interesting. How much you learn? Actually, I'll tell you, we broke down in Virginia. We had our car washed away in a flood. I had to find a rental car, did it through CAA, and they actually it was a check waiting for us when we got home. That was an expensive car wash, eh? Yeah, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> actually, you know, we lost quite a bit of money, but we are here. Anyways, when we come back, we're going to uh, quickly go to the phones, get as many of that through as possible, and um, that's it. We're out of here. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back. You know, sometimes we get stories that we don't even believe. (laughs) Anyways, Bob's on the phone from Scarborough, and uh, Bob, tell us your story. You've never changed the fluids in your car? I bought a 2002 a Camry from a dealer. It had something like eight thousand on it in, in two thousand and four. I've uh, had it for uh, eighteen or sixteen years, I guess. I've never changed the antifreeze, the uh, thermostat, the transmission fluid, and it uh, no shocks, and it starts and runs like a top. Just as quiet. I can't as believe that. 
<laughs> do, you, do you actually change the oil periodically? Oh, yeah, I change it regularly. I mean, I do it more excessively than it should be done. And it's, it's so smooth. And I'm just considering, like, I mean, it's a second car, and I'm considering maybe I should do some of these things, but <laughs> probably not much value. What's the mileage on the car right now? 170000 uh, well, so, if you plan on keeping it a few more years, I probably yeah, well, suggest sure, that. Rest, no. Right? I mean, I thought maybe I'd just drain the pan and the filter, and uh, I think if I flush it out, it might uh, dislodge something in there or put. I think you're right. No, I think yeah, flushing would be way too aggressive. But the uh, best thing to do is drop by a tranny shop, um, ask them to pull the stick out and have a look at it and see what they suggest. Um, but yeah, in, in, in especially with a lot of the imports, you can just take the drain plug out drain the fluid and put new stuff in, um, that should do it, by all means. Yeah, you're not diluting it too much, but enough just to maybe get some of the crap on yeah. the bottom, right? Well, you know, plus, the other thing is that this is one hell of a great car. Oh, I mean, it's, it, it runs like a top. It, it must be one of the best cars. Yep. In, in reality, they run them as cabs, you know, like in the States and here. They, they run the hybrids in, in New York City. Uh, it's one of the most reliable vehicles on the road. It is. I have a Camry. It's a 2012 Avalon, and I, I wouldn't uh, trade it for that. Like, I mean, it's not a good car. It runs very rough. It's a different engine, of course, but it runs very noisy, and uh, it just doesn't have the pep that the other one has. Fascinating. Fascinating. Look how much money you saved. Actually, that's one thing the Crown is always saying. How, many, how much environmental uh, good are you doing by keeping these vehicles on the road? Oh, yeah. You're... you're not just the, the reduction of a carbon footprint, but if you think about vehicles going into scrapyards and that, it, it's it, when we, we keep our vehicles outside of four to six to eight years, um, the, the the financial impact is one, but the environmental impact yeah. is, mm-hmm. is huge. Well, yeah, exactly. Even though cars are, what, 95% recyclable now? They're so, getting close. They're getting close. Can I give them a set of mats? Absolutely. Okay. Listen, uh, hang on to the phone. We're going to get your number. And uh, we'll arrange for you to get a set of floor mats. All right, perfect. See, it probably hasn't changed those since 2004 either. Yeah. <laughs> you know, speaking of changing, you know, cars change quite regularly in terms of their, you know, the options and, and, and different things that go into them. You guys have to stay on top of that, eh? Yeah, we our, our whole technical department, a big, big part of what they do is in getting new vehicle types in. Uh, when changes in body styles come in, um, when they started putting side impact beams in vehicles, mm-hmm. knowing how to access them. Uh, you know, now one of the challenges is that many manufacturers are using much lighter metals, mm-hmm. right? The, you know, the, the idea is to get the vehicles lighter, more fuel efficient. Uh, but when that happens too, is you have different types of corrosion issues that can occur as well. So because these metals are not the same? Yeah, it, it's it's not like our vehicles. You remember the old heavy doors of the sure. Oldsmobiles and yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean these 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 were solid, much thicker metal. Uh-huh. Didn't have the same type of corrosion issues. So we you know we see different types of corrosion issues. So to keep up to date on this, uh, you know, there's probably thirteen hundred different model types that are out in the market in Canada. So you each know. of your dealers is is educated, has a book, or, or goes yeah. to a website and every, finds yeah. out that information. Every, everything's online now. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's great. And then even you know, even though a lot of cars, for example, will have more plastics or have carbon fiber, they still have metal. So the, the the similar metal is actually where, like you mentioned, causes the problem. Um, you know, Ford's came out with their aluminum box, and uh, yes, it won't rust. However, it will corrode. It's just a different kind of corrosion. That yeah, that's exactly it. So and the other thing is the build quality is so much better. Yep, it, very much so. And and so you know, it's like anything that that in helping people to understand the idea of of not using a term rust proof, but using that it's maintenance. 
uh, really, you know, and people that keep their vehicles, you know, in excess of three or four years understand that if it's going to last, then we got to maintain it. Well, you got to have for eight years to pay it off. That's right. <laughs> you know what? Thank you for joining us. Trevor Hutchison from Crown. We used to call him the Crown Prince, but we were told not to do that. So if you want to find out your, lear- your closest <laughs> Crown dealer, how do you do that, Trevor? Uh, you can go online at crown.com or you can go the old-fashioned way at uh, 1-800- 267-5744. And you can always call us on the hotline and we can always help you. That's 905-567-5500. Keep the shiny side up, the greasy side down. It's been a pleasure. We're going to be back next week. And I think next week we're giving away auto show tickets. It's cool. auto show time. And if you didn't get through today and you got a car care question, give me a call, glenallenmotors.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. Drive safe. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.